Hello, and welcome to Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hello. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> I We're tried. not restarting. We're here. I, I, I did a swing, and I did a miss. So, hello. Hello, <laughs> hello everybody. Uh, I am Dave. I'm Dave Berman. <laughs> As you can see, I am slowly going insane. Um, and here we are. Um, I am the COVID-19 co-editor, Daily Nebraskan, doing some some good COVID-19 related coverage on UNL's campus. Used to be in culture, but now I am not. And now I'm here doing this podcast. As well as... I'm Mia Everding, and I am also just a co-host of this podcast, and that is it. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I'm Kyle Cruz. I edit and host this podcast as well as write a couple of movie reviews every week and some other random things here and there. And yeah, with that, we'll just jump right into our first topic of the week, and that's what have I done? What have done? What have done? What have done? What have done? And what have I done is the segment where we just talk about what, what we've been up to this week, what movies or TV or whatever we've been watching and what we thought about it. So yeah, as usual, Dave, let's start with you. What have you been up to? So uh, last week, um, Adam Sandler and Netflix put out a movie called Hubie Halloween. I did not watch that movie, but um, in preparation for watching that movie, I watched the movie Little Nicky, which is also a Adam Sandler kind of spooky, spookily Halloween-themed movie where um, I think it's from like 2000 or something like that. It's I think it's early 2000s um, where uh, Adam Sandler plays the son of the devil um it's just his name is nikki and so he is like kind of like the misfit of the devil clan where like his two brothers are like really strong and powerful and he's just like this idiot um and so his two brothers get sick of like just like playing second fiddle to their father in hell and so they go to um earth to try to take over earth and in the process of doing that they like Stop, make it so that people can't go to hell anymore or something and then like the devil is gonna die if they don't come back and restore the balance of whatever it's a very dumb plot and it's an even dumber execution of the plot um because it is just one of the worst things i've ever seen it, it's it's very fun bad as most adam sandler movies are i realized while watching this that i haven't really seen many adam sandler movies like i think i've just kind of heard through the grapevine and from video clips I've seen and just like I have a general gist of his shtick of just silly voices and lots of fart jokes and just very (laughs) bad humor um and yeah this really kind of uh doubles down on a lot of that um he like he has like uh the character of little Nicky has like bangs in his face and uh, he talks out of the side of his mouth like this. And he's like, dad, I'm the devil's son. Like, like that's like his voice the entire movie. And it's so annoying. Um, and it's just uh, Quentin Tarantino's in it for some reason. Um, <laughs> does he play like a role in the movie or does he just like show up? He, it's, I don't even know if it's a cameo. Like he's in like a few scenes where he plays this like blind preacher who can like sense that adam sandler is the devil and then he like just like screams wildly and flares flails his arms and then will like fall down the subway stairs or like <laughs> run into a pole and like the bit is that he gets more injured it just it's really dumb <laughs> and i'm like how i how did they get him for this like they must have had some dirt on him or something or he just is a friend and was like sure i'll be in this terrible movie um but yeah it's just it's really bad i i really i enjoyed it though like i think it like 
awakened me spiritually. Um, <laughs> there's, I'm trying to think of other just notable moments in this movie. Um, he has a talking dog sidekick named Beefy. Um, and the dog has like, a, I think a New York accent is what they're going for. Um, he like helps him along his, his journey. Um, there's also like a running bit and I say bit lightly cause it's not funny. Um, where, uh, Adam Sandler, like he's like learning how to eat cause he's, I don't know, he's the, the devil or whatever. And so he, like, he like doesn't know how to eat. And so the first thing he eats is like Popeye's chicken. And he, and then like, and then he just goes, Popeye's chicken is bleeping awesome. Like, and that's, and then he does that multiple times throughout the movie. Like he just eats Popeye's chicken and says that wow product placement. and that's humor i guess i guess they're like this is funny um but yeah it's just really amazing that like someone like wrote this movie and like was like yep this is good so I, I pulled up the the imdb cast list for this movie and patricia arquette harvey keitel and uh reese witherspoon are in this yep what yep what is happening it's just it's it, i feel like most of his movies to have like a star-studded cast and they just all get paid millions to just be idiots and that's just what he's doing and good for him man you know like this inspired me to kind of want to watch do like an adam sandler binge and see like all of his movies i think that would make me go insane but i think i might have to do it so yeah that's little nicky um it's really bad and i would not <laughs> recommend it for any sane person but if you like bad movies i think you will enjoy this very bad movie so <laughs> wow all right so i guess moving on to you next mia what, what have you been up to uh well i did not watch a terrible movie i watched last week uh the grand budapest hotel I, I don't really have any other. I haven't been watching like new things consistently. Unreal. Um, I am on the third season of Shit's Creek, about almost done with it. So nice. I am flying through that series. What are and your thoughts on that? It. I love it. I think it is so funny. I was really looking for something to fill the void that Parks and Rec left in my heart. And I think Shit's Creek's like not up there, but it's like, it's, it's very solid so i've really enjoyed that nice. but no i watched grand budapest hotel um it was just my second time watching it but i'm trying to remember i know i discussed it once in a film in music class that i took ages ago um so i think i was a little bit more aware of the music the second time around and my gosh i've listened to that soundtrack like so many times just studying but putting it back into the um context of the of the movie was wonderful so two big thumbs up especially for the music yeah the music just matches uh why am i blanking? Wes. wes anderson's uh style so yeah. well it just like yeah, yeah it, it melds together really well it, like for some reason it just goes so well with like the color scheme mm -hmm. like those pastels i don't know it's just mm, match made in heaven yeah yeah also how good is willem dafoe <laughs> He's so oh, yeah, good. I forgot he was, he's so good in that. I forgot who's in that. Like there would be a new character on screen, and I just kind of gasped because I'd forgotten that they were in it because they you know have like a tiny little part. Yeah, like Jeff Goldblum. like Owen Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It is it's fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, when I I first saw Grand Budapest Hotel like the day of the Oscars that year because it was the mm. last Best Picture nominee I hadn't seen. And so I watched it like that morning. And the mm. first time I watched the movie, I was like not a big fan of it. I was like, this is interesting, I guess, but I just wasn't big on it. But I was also like a sophomore in high school and couldn't appreciate art. Uh, <laughs> because like I, superhero movies, man. There are not many explosions in this. <laughs> crazy. 
um but yeah since i've watched it and now i love it it's yeah just a ton of fun it's probably one of the wackiest movies out there yeah but it's it's pretty it's pretty great yeah i i it's the only wes anderson movie i've seen and i saw it like this summer and it's just a lot of fun what's what's his new one coming out again it's the like french the french dispatch, dispatch. dispatch. Yeah. it's about journalism yeah it's about us Ooh. Made a movie about, about us specifically yes. us three doing this yeah. podcast us um three. timothy plays me <laughs> Crazy. Can you tell by the Am hair? Am I Cher Sh- Saronin? Yeah. yeah. Heck perfect. yeah. And then... I don't remember who else is in the cast. It's a lot of um, really famous people. Francis, Francis McDermott, I think. You're Francis McDermott. Cool. The glasses. Yeah. Yes. Or she does not have glasses. I don't know why I went there. You were there. like, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me look up the cast of the French Dispatch real quick. Should, <laughs> should we cast everyone in the French Dispatch as members of the Daily Nebraskan? <laughs> perfect. Yes, yes. I think so. It only makes sense. Yeah. Who else is in that? Angelica Houston, nice. Elizabeth wow. Moss, uh, Leah Sado, Chris, Christoph <gasps> Waltz, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Edward Norton, Tilda Swinton, Liev Schreiber, Willem Dafoe, Adrian Brody, Francis McDormand, Owen Wilson. Did I already say Owen Wilson? Why is he on here? No. Twice? Okay, well, I guess he's not on there twice. <laughs> um, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jeffrey Wright, Henry Winkler. Um, Henry Winkler is me. That's Tony Revolori. I decided. <gasps> really? I guess so. That's fun. It's pretty much just most of the people who are in. It's Green just yeah, well, it's fun. just in every of Wes's yeah, movies. Yeah, just yeah. someone shows up. Yeah. Someone. I would hope so. I hope he would not make a movie with nobody. <laughs> also, yeah. How good is Tony Revolori in the Grand Budapest Hotel? So Very good. Because like, I think that was his. It's like introducing. Yeah, that Tony was like. Yeah, yeah. That was like the one that put him on the map. Yeah. And he's, he's so different in that than he is in like the Spider-Man movies and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Oh good. man. Speaking of Spider-Man, <gasps> whoa, transitions. Segway. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the news for the week. And yeah, last week we got the news. What about your movie, Kyle? Oh, yeah. What about your movie? <laughs> yeah, I've, I watched some movies. <laughs> That's a thing that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely skipped over that. Yep. Um, so the movie I watched this week is a movie that I feel like I should, in editing this, add a bleep to the name. But we were talking about this before, and mm-hmm. we think with like... AP style and that kind of stuff. Since it's a title, we don't have to because, you know, we totally speak in AP style. Is there AP style for podcasts? There is yeah. now. Yep. Is there? I mean, I mean, there's for like broadcasts. I mean, I so guess that, that would... makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Grad school. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even con. I can't even fathom that concept. <laughs> but thank you, grad school journalist Big Mia. brain Mia <laughs> to yeah. the rescue. Uh, so if I'm supposed to censor this, oh, well. Uh, the movie's called Shithouse. Oh. <gasps> My ears. Pardon, pardon the swear words. Sorry, yeah, you mom. better it's apologize words, to his mine. mother. Yeah. yeah, apologize to my mother right yeah. now. Who's listening? I'm sorry, Dave's mom. Please don't, please don't be upset with me. I think she's probably okay with it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you know. After Dave's this. mom's our number one fan. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shit House is uh, a movie that opened at the at the Ross this past week, or no? Well, it'll it opens Friday. I saw it on Monday, so it'll it'll be opening the day that this podcast goes out. Um, so it's basically, uh, just the story of this kid who is from Texas and he goes to college in California and it's basically just kind of depicting the awkwardness of his freshman year. He doesn't really have any friends. He's awkward at parties and bad with girls. And yeah, it's just a brutally honest depiction of college. And it's probably like the most accurate depiction of college that I've seen on screen in like a long time. And maybe that's just cause... I'm in college now and have seen, <laughs> have have had experiences. Um, 
but <laughs> you're a man of society you know you know about the happenings <laughs> yeah um but shithouse it's like way better than i expected it to be I, I kind of expect so i didn't really know what it was about going into it um and then coming out of it it's probably like granted there haven't been a lot of movies this year but it's probably one of the better movies i've seen all year um just because it's so like excellently hits the nail on the head like i think this depicts college in as equally good a way as eighth grade depicts middle school. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I think it won the top prize at South by Southwest this year, um, which is even more impressive considering it's uh, written and directed by the same guy. It's his debut. Like this is the first film he did. He also plays the main character in it. Um, and he's not even like studying film in college. He just kind of made a short film of it because he was bored one weekend and then I guess it got picked up from there, and now here we are. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's it's yeah, just really good. My review went out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today. Um, and I don't know why I'm just suddenly blanking on all of the great <laughs> things I had to say about this movie. Um, the so like the driving like plot of the movie is uh, the relationship that the main character forms with uh, a girl that he meets, um, and. The two, they like spend a night together just like wandering around LA and talking about life and their own experiences and they like form like a connection and then they end up hooking up that night and then the next morning they're on completely different pages. Like he wants to like continue to like have this interaction and like talk to her a lot and she's just kind of not into that. And so it just kind of explores both of their perspectives uh, in this situation. Um, and then, yeah all the college hijinks ensue and just the awkwardness of not knowing how to be in a relationship or not be in a relationship. Uh, and it was, yeah, just really well done. Uh, I forget the name of, yeah, both the main guy and the lead actress, but they're both fantastic in it. And yeah, if you get a chance to check this out, definitely do so. Again, it opens at the Ross Friday. So yeah, the day this goes out and it'll be there for two weeks. So check it out. Nice. I think I will probably do that. Oh, I know one of the, well, I don't know him personally. He's the guy who played sam was in i think in love simon he yeah. was the punk yeah kid he's been in a few things yeah um, I don't he was in the... a horror movie too i think yeah he was in uh the Don't the remember. escape room one a couple of years oh, ago. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah um yeah I, I like him he plays he plays like the main character's roommate okay um and yeah that's he's not in it like a whole lot but he's really good in all the scenes he's in nice um he's like a failed stand-up comic in college and yeah it's just it's it's pretty good um but yeah moving on from there into our movie news and such uh we have to recreate the amazing segue you had before. speaking of mm. spider-man tony revelori spider-man yeah <laughs> done it. uh news came out last week that uh benedict cumberbatch's doctor strange is going to be a lead character in spider-man 3 uh, he's going to be like kind of taking on the same kind of mentor figure role as Iron Man was in the in Spider Man Far From or Homecoming, and that Nick Fury kind of was in Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, so yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange is going to be serving that role in this movie, which further uh, kind of hints at the multiverse being a thing in this movie, considering Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out like a few months after this movie. Uh, and Jamie Fox, we talked last week about how Jamie Foxx's Electro has been cast in the movie. So yeah, I think this just further leans into, into that. And I love Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is one of the more underrated MCU movies. 
And I think he's just fantastic in the role, and I'm excited to see more of him. I'm excited that they're giving him more of a spotlight in the MCU as a whole rather than just in his movies and in Avengers movies. Mm. Um, kind of, yeah, makes you think that they're wanting to do more with this character and hoping that he's a bigger and more popular character along the lines of like what Cap and Iron Man were. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. I think they had some fun little interactions in Infinity War. Um and I would, yeah, love to see them kind of play off of each other again. Um, I'm not really sure if, like, Peter Parker as a character in this universe, like, needs another mentor. Because he's kind of had, like, four or five of them at this point. <laughs> um, and so I hope they kind of are more, like, oh, we're teaming up and we're kind of on equal footing than, like... And, and also, I feel like Doctor Strange is not really, like, a mentory character. Because he's kind of he's kind of a rude dude, you know? <laughs> like, like I, I feel like he would more like put up with Peter than like actually like take him under his wing, under his, his cloak, one might say. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a fun way to bring two very interesting characters together and um, kind of open up a gateway to a multiverse and maybe bring in some mutants or mm-hmm. bring in some other universes as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it could work well, just the interaction that they have in end game come or no infinity war comes to mind when they're he says oh we're using our made-up names i feel like they could really play off of that energy and like soften each other maybe or at least peter could soften steven a little bit i don't know i think it could be cute steven. but do you, you know him well steven <laughs> steven i don't know why i said that i mean i said peter so yeah eh, nice. made up names yep. but no i think it could be cute i'm excited yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see like yeah exactly what role he plays in the movie because like uh i went to my parents house this past weekend and when i got there thor ragnarok was on the tv (laughs) and it was the scene that dr strange shows up in and i completely forgot that dr strange was in a scene of that movie um and i was like oh yeah this is this is fun describe it uh they they're looking for odin and so they they go to new york and then dr strange like puts loki in a portal and he's falling for like 30 minutes falling for 30 minutes yeah that's it wow (laughs) there you go Um, oh is tom hiddleston in the room wow oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you you tricked me he just left wow he wasn't wearing his mask he popped in just to give a quote and then he left So, yeah, I wonder if Doctor Strange is going to kind of treat Peter with the same kind of like, oh, I'm just here to solve your problem and get you out of my hair attitude, which I think could be kind of fun, especially if like this is all just kind of speculation. But if the plot is like with the multiverse, different Spider-Man villains coming in, teaming up to to try and defeat Spider-Man and Doctor Strange is like, hey, this is your problem and the multiverse is my turf, boy, get out of (laughs) here. That's yep. the movie. That's the movie. That's the... Get out of wow. here. Spider-Man 3. Get out of here. Go home. Get out. Go, go home. home. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, moving on from there, uh, this will be a stretch of a transition. But speaking of Thor and Chris Hemsworth, Whoa. Mad Max. Hey. Uh, so yeah, Mad Max Fury Road came out a while back. And there's been talk of doing both a sequel to Max, Mad, Mad Max Fury Road and doing a prequel focusing on Furiosa because notoriously uh, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron did not get along on set, so they cannot be in another movie together. Uh, so they've decided to focus on the Furiosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and the prequel for this has officially cast uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as a younger version of, of Furiosa, and Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II have both joined the cast. Um mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I think this is just really exciting. I think Mad Max Fury Road is probably one of the better action films of the past decade, maybe even of this century. It's just, oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what this movie actually ends up being and how they market it. Because Mad Max Fury Road is great. It's, uh, yeah, it's a blast. And I'm excited that they're doing more with it. But I also feel like it wasn't terribly like, like it was well received, but it never really like broke into like the mainstream or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it most of its like success came critically um, and getting a best picture nomination, obviously. Um, so having a spinoff of that about Furiosa, I feel like is just even more niche. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see like how this will how they'll play this to like casual audiences that maybe haven't seen Fury Fury Road. And if they'll like have it be like heavily tied in together or if it'll just be kind of like another movie in the Mad Max universe that just so happens to feature a character from Fury Road. I feel like it'll probably be that route. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth, it'll be interesting to see him in this kind of movie just because all the characters in the Mad Max universe are notoriously just like really weird and deranged and <laughs> yeah, just kind of oddballs. Um, so uh, we'll see what <laughs> who Chris Hemsworth ends up playing. And Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, uh, man, his career has just been like skyrocketing lately. Because a couple of years ago, he really wasn't really in anything. He had a very, very small role in The Greatest Showman. Um, mm. He played like, oh. yeah, he was, oh, yeah, he brother, was uh, right? Zendaya's brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he was cast as Black Manta in Aquaman, and since then, now he's in Candyman, and now he's in this. Uh, and I love I love him. I think he's a great actor, and so I'm excited to see more of him. Um, I think he was also in the Netflix series, like uh, the 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 Get Up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he was in Us for like a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. forgot about he that. He was the dad. In yeah, Us. the uh, dad of uh, Lupita Nyong'o's yep. character. Yep. Yeah. Really? Oh. At the beginning. Yes. 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 Yeah. And so I, I think this will be fun. Uh, I know you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, David. Nope. But does seeing this cast at all get you interested in Furiosa? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. What has kept you from watching it? I I mean nothing. Like I just haven't. Like I, there's no reason I have not watched it. I okay. just haven't at this Fair. point. So I'm sure I will at, at some point, and I want to. So. We'll watch it for a movie night sometime. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Not in October. Because spooky season. Spooky season. Spooky train chugging along. <laughs> all right yeah. uh, that's yeah. a good sound yeah what do you what do you what do you think about this <laughs> um, i'm sure you guessed this already but not not a ton to say um i wasn't like the biggest fan of mad max i didn't i mean i got why it was so successful but it's definitely not my genre and so i i don't have a a lot of opinions about this so sorry i would i'm so, so does like the the visual aspect of Fury Road does that work for you? Because like the it's a very, it's just it was I remember just it being really loud, and I didn't even yeah. see it in theaters, and it was like this is a lot. It is a it it's is a lot very movie. sandy. Don't like sand. <laughs> I don't like sand. I don't like, I don't like sand. sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Not like you or something. <laughs> Whatever he says. Doesn't he say that? Isn't that something how he like that? Or like your that. skin or something. Ooh. Oh, he, he's like not like here or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Because yeah. there isn't Good movie there. and good dialogue. From <laughs> Whoa. <a> good character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Furiosa. It's a thing. I'm excited for it. I guess I'm alone here, but 
that's i'll see mad max and i'll probably be excited for it so um but yeah moving on from there uh we got some news that upset david earlier this week um and that's that disney is making a live action movie based on their is it is it a ride at disneyland or yep. disney world or whatever i think it's at both but uh, about space mountain and i've never been to either disneyland or disney world nor do i really care about them or their rides um but yeah david what do you think about this uh, uh bad i don't like it <laughs> um well so i i've been to disney world multiple times just because when um i lived in georgia when i was pretty little so we what? went there yeah how do you not know this uh, what yeah i lived i moved around a lot man i think we talked about it a little bit this summer yeah oh, well yeah. i was gone i before like south dakota i lived exclusively on the east coast and chicago so what the heck yeah I live in Pennsylvania, Virginia, Georgia. Beside the point, we'll get into it. The Uz. The Uz, yes. Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) Chicago. Chicago. Illinois. uh, South Dakota. uh, Well, that that works. (laughs) South Dakota. uh, Nebraska. My God. Crazy. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, anyway, so I I lived in Georgia, so it was like a three hour drive, and so we went there a decent amount. Um, And yeah, I, when I was like really little, I like wasn't really into rides and i was kind of scared of roller coasters um i've been back there a few times as like a larger child (laughs) as a teen i guess a larger Um, child larger child Um, when i liked going on rides and so but uh even though that is the case i have never been on space mountain but from what i have heard and gathered from family members and just it just it's just a roller coaster in space i didn't know that there's any lore behind it i don't even think i don't think that there is i think they're just making a movie off of a really dark roller coaster where you're just <laughs> looking at stars the whole time and i think they rebranded uh space mountain as like a star wars ride like it's not like set in the star wars universe but i think it's like you're hearing you're seeing x-wings flying around like like i think like that's what they've been doing so i just you don't need more disney movies. just make make something new make a new thing don't base your movies off of rides i guess it worked with pirates of the caribbean that's uh, really the only time it <laughs> Yeah, did. well, they're doing Jungle Cruise. They're doing Jungle Cruise. That'll be they bad, did, though. Uh, Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Oh, no. You remember yeah. that? <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't really know why this is happening, but, you know, Disney can do what they want, I guess. So that is my rant. <laughs> do you have any thoughts, Mia? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I really, really don't. Just in general. I don't know Space Mountain at all. I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> like, literally, in general nice grad school (laughs) big brain um but yeah moving on from there uh we got the news that uh soul the the newest disney pixar movie is going to be debuting on disney plus on christmas uh at no extra charge so it's not like mulan where you had to pay like the 30 dollars to get like early access to it or anything it's just going to be on disney plus on christmas end of story um and yeah I think this was kind of expected. Like Disney and most studios have just been vacating the rest of the year. Um, and I feel like rescheduling Soul after they just rescheduled a bunch of their movies would have kind of just been a hassle. And so it just kind of makes sense to throw it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they put uh, Onward on there earlier this year right after everything closed down. And it was pretty successful. So, yeah, I think it's like I know a lot of theaters are upset with this, but like they're just doing what they got to do. And with some news we'll talk about after this, it kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, you guys have any thoughts on Soul going to Disney Plus? Yeah, I I think 
I think we've only gotten like one trailer for this. You know, I think there's another one. Yeah, I think um, there's yeah two. There's like a teaser that doesn't really show anything, and then yeah. like one full trailer. But yeah, I think it looks like I think it looks really solid. It looks like like kind of a um, uh, spiritual uh, uh, relative of Inside Out. It looks just kind of very similar to that of like, what if your soul could talk or whatever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it looks it looks really good. I'm sure it will probably make me cry at the end or something. It'll probably be like, your soul is your soul precious. It's precious. <laughs> but yeah, looks like a good movie, and I'm glad we'll be able to see it eventually. So yeah, big excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Quote Mia, big excitement. Thumbs up. Yep. Um, but yeah, moving on from there, I guess. Uh, Disney. Uh, kind of a lot i'm just i'm i'm struggling here mm. it's 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 going yeah it's going going <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has just been us like slowly deteriorating like the last few weeks we're just losing our minds and that's i think i think it has made it more fun for everybody so yeah more insanity for hanging podcasts. out talking about movies yep. also yeah losing our minds more exhaustion and mental breakdowns for the sake of a podcast yes. that's what i say <laughs> um but yeah uh the news came out yesterday that disney is doing a bit of a bit of um like company restructuring uh to focus more on disney plus um basically they're wanting disney plus to kind of be like the front lines of of what disney is they want it to be as big a thing as like uh, ESPN and just their general movie uh, studio. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of in the report that came out. There's just a lot of business lingo that is kind of hard to understand, and I didn't really get a lot of it. But basically, the gist is that they're they're going all in on Disney Plus. There, it sounds like pretty much unless <laughs> David. Ooh. David dropped his mic. Yes, I did. I, I, dropped, the, I dropped the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, yeah, so it sounds like they're just wanting to... Oh, okay. I remember where I was at. We're all good. So a lot of people were upset that, like, Disney was like abandoning theaters or whatever, but it sounds like what they're doing is they're a lot of like the big ticket Disney movies, like Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, Disney princess movies, all that kind of stuff will still be going to theaters. Hmm. But a lot of like the smaller stuff that usually doesn't do terribly well, will just get put to Disney plus, um, which I think it's understandable. Like, yeah, it sucks that there's that's movies that are not going to be in theaters anymore. Um, But I think from a, from a business perspective, it makes sense. Like the movies weren't going to make a lot in theaters anyway. And when they put it on Disney plus, they got to keep all of that money. So yeah, Disney's just doing what Disney's going to do. Um, so yeah, Disney, Disney plus doing their thing. Yeah. You guys have any thoughts on this? Nope. Not really. <laughs> Not really. No. Cool. Uh, changing up to a man. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm tired. It's, yeah. It's, it's been, been it's been a semester. It's been a year, man. Yeah. It's been a bit of a rough time for everybody. <laughs> <I feel. laughs> um, Everyone everywhere. 
Movies, though. People. Movies. Uh, one movie that is going to be a thing is a movie about Cleopatra uh, with uh, Gal Gadot playing the Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. I think it's Gadot. Gadot. Gadot? I think nope. It's, I think Don't it's pronounce Godot the T. like a little bit of a T. Like oh, you're right. It's Gadot. Like it's I like an know. implied T. Gadot. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. a bit kind of, a of there. Sure. Like escargot. Probably. I don't know why that was the word that came to mind, but Escargot sure. and Gal Gadot. That's what we're going with. Yes. New name of the podcast. Escargot and Gal Gadot. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Gal Gadot is going to be playing Cleopatra in a new drama directed by pa- Patty Jenkins, uh, who directed Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84 and Monster in like the early 2000s with Charlie's Theron. And yeah, I think this is exciting. I like Gal Gadot, like, uh, like Patty Jenkins. And I think this will be an interesting movie. There's been a bit of backlash um, in response to this since Gal Gadot is not an Egyptian actress. She's an Israeli actress. And so some people have been getting upset about that. That's muddy water I don't want to wade into. Yeah. Um, But yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I I think... um, Yeah, I mean, I I think you kind of mostly covered it. I, I think there are definitely very valid concerns about whitewashing and like you know why aren't we casting like you know actors of color here like yeah and i think that's a very very valid concern um i you know i think there are probably better actresses that they could have uh well more um i don't know like yeah i'm i feel like they could have gone in a better direction here for sure um but hey i mean gal gadot patty jenkins i'm sure they can do some very some interesting things with that you have any thoughts on this, Mia? Um, not really, no. I I don't I think I only learned about it recently, probably from either of you, possibly, and so I I didn't have a lot of time to like formulate an opinion on it. So Fair enough. Um yeah, I think pretty much the only interesting thing here, uh, personally, is that Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are working together mm-hmm. outside of Wonder Woman. So apparently they, they must have a good working relationship and mm-hmm. must not hate each other so that's good uh also one kind of interesting uh thing to add on to this is that apparently there was like a bidding war for this movie as to who was actually going to get to produce it and distribute it um paramount ended up winning out but they outbid apple universal warner brothers and netflix for it so yeah there's just uh, at least in terms of studios there's a big demand for this so we'll see how it goes um moving on from there we got a big cast uh, announcement for the latest Adam McKay film, Don't Look Up. Uh, Adam McKay did uh, Vice recently and uh, The Big Short a couple of years before that. And then didn't he also do like Step Brothers? And- yeah, and Anchorman, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, what? But yeah, so his latest film called Don't Look Up, I don't know what it's about. But uh, David, do you know what it's about? I do. Okay. I just looked it up in this moment. All right. Um, so basically it's following two low level astronomers who embark on a media tour to warn mankind of an approaching asteroid that will destroy earth. Um, so like, I think my, my immediate thought of kind of where this is going is that's going to be kind of a commentary on just how the world has responded to the coronavirus pandemic and kind of talking about like, you know, scientists saying like, Hey, a bad thing is happening but then people just kind of ignoring that and i kind of feel like that's maybe where this direction will go in knowing that uh adam mckay has a very um kind of political bite to his movies um especially vice 
um, I think that that could be a very interesting direction this could go in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the news here is that the cast consists of Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Himesh Patel, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, and Matthew Perry. What a cast. That's, wow. That's a, lot, that's a lot of names. I want to see Kid Cudi and uh, Meryl Streep in the same scene. That's, yes, that's all I absolutely. want in life. Um, I hope Timothy Chalamet is playing the uh, meteor. <laughs> it's just him streaking through the sky. <laughs> what? Sure. Be yeah, good. okay. Timothy Chalamet as the meteor. Just his big head. Matthew Cheap Perry as, as the meteor. I think that would be equally as good, I feel. Just like a big Chandler. Maybe going through space. Timothy Chalamet will play the younger version of the meteor, and then we'll get like <laughs> maybe uh, you know some flash forward. Yes, yeah. perfect. <laughs> wow, that's how movies are made. Spe- uh, by the way, speaking of <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, um, I saw something recently that with Dune getting um, yes, yes, we uh, don't need to talk about this. <laughs> Hard enough, with, it weighs with, heavy with, on my uh, soul. I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to you, Mia, but I think it needs to be said <laughs> that with Dune getting delayed to next year, this is, will be the first year without a Timothy Chalamet movie since like 2014 or something. Wow. And Mia is weeping silently in the corner. <laughs> Not so silently. <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. Talking about Mia weeping, not the movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we're having a very good time talking about it. Um, but yeah, moving on from there, we got the news that Joaquin Phoenix has found his next role. Following, I think it's his first role since Joker. Has yeah. he done anything this year? I haven't I heard so. of anything mm-hmm. since Joker. Yeah. But yeah, his next role is going to be playing Napoleon Bonaparte in a Ridley Scott directed movie called Kitbag. It's basically just a historical drama about Napoleon Bonaparte, and I guess it's going to be played by Joaquin Phoenix. So. I don't remember when the last time Joaquin Phoenix and Ridley Scott worked together was. Was it Gladiator? Have they worked together since then? I don't know. Not that I can think of. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, Don't really have much else to say about this other than, yeah, that's cool. I hope he does another dance, but as like Napoleon, I think that'd be pretty good. (laughs) Do you think they're going to like really play into like Napoleon being short in this movie? Yeah, because Joaquin Phoenix isn't a very short movie. How tall, how tall is Joaquin how Phoenix? Tall. And then we ask t- the tough questions <laughs> here. And how tall Napoleon Bonaparte's height? I feel like Napoleon Bonaparte is someone who, like, as a child, I was like, this guy is going to factor into a lot of my, like, knowledge of history a lot more than he actually did. I feel like I learned really? a lot about him. I know just, nothing like, about him. I, don't know, I, mean, I know we covered him in, Mer- in I about said American history, um, <laughs> in, yes. like, uh, world history in high school, but I don't hmm. remember much. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what? Well, how tall? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is five eight. Okay. Oh, okay. Napoleon is five six. Nice. I did not. Uh, I did not realize Joaquin Phoenix was that short. Yeah, okay. I didn't either. Good on him. Good on him. Joker's a short guy. That's odd. Joker, I never got that impression. Joker, yeah. Also, I did not know Ridley Scott is eighty two. Yeah, he's oh. an old guy. Wow. He's been in the game for a while. Wow. That just kind of. I don't know why that reminded me of this, but. Uh, you know what? We're going into TV stuff next, so I'm just going to use this as an opportunity to go back to Disney+. Plus. Um, so this isn't like official or anything, but um, with Disney kind of restructuring to focus more on Disney+, Plus, word going around is that they're going to be adding kind of like an adult section to Disney+, Plus for like more uh, content that like isn't for six-year-olds. Um, so the the word is that they'll have it like 
you can set it up so that it's like behind a pin or whatever. But like basically that's where they're going to be putting all the Fox content that they have. So like Alien, Predator, Planet of the Apes, all that fun stuff that isn't necessarily kid friendly will be on there, but still on Disney Plus. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I only bring that up because, yeah, Ridley Scott and Alien and I want them to make an Alien TV series so bad. But yeah. Uh, Did I talk to you about how I watched Alien recently? No, you did not. I didn't like it. What? I didn't like it. What is wrong with you? (laughs) What? I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think it's just been hyped up for so long that I just had such high expectations How can you not like Alien? It just wasn't that that good, (laughs) I feel. I just, like, I thought... It's basically it's, Jaws in space. I know, but it's not. It's not, in my opinion, it is nowhere near as good or compelling as Jaws. Get out of here. Characters aren't as interesting. Um, it's not as scary somehow. Like I was not really that scared. Like there is one moment where the alien's just like ah, and then like that that scared me. Um, exactly. I thought that it like, I think for its time, some of the effects are mostly good. But I thought when you see the alien clip clopping around and it's just clearly a man in a suit, I was like, this is not doing it for me man and like the aliens really dumb too like at the end where it like i just did not understand what was happening for most of this i don't know man maybe again i'm wrong i'm wrong about it but i just i didn't like it well we can agree on one thing and that's you're wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) talk about it later we'll go more in depth yeah um but yeah moving on from there uh for more tv stuff uh, a while back they announced a tv show spinoff of greece i think called rydell high is the name of it um if i'm remembering correctly but news came out today that that's moving from hbo max to paramount plus which i guess paramount plus is the new name for cbs all access i missed that news but yeah that's a thing and yeah I don't really have anything to say about this because I don't care about Greece and I don't care about CBS All Access slash Paramount Plus. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty valid stance because neither one is a, an overrated musical that does not need a, a, a TV show and the other is a very, very bad streaming service. So. <laughs> also, I feel like renaming CBS All Access to Paramount Plus is like trying to like rebrand and make it better like suited for like general audiences yeah. but i feel like the amount of people that are like i feel like there's nobody out there that's like oh this is a paramount streaming service yeah. gotta get on board with that i guess maybe because they do have movies so i guess that they want they don't want it to be like oh it's just somewhere where you can like find a cbs tv show that's happening you know like i guess maybe I who knows i get that but i'm guessing they'll probably get like the star trek movies on there and like that's paramount so i mean i don't know i support them like rebranding to a different name but why paramount plus like it's just lazy like yeah no one cares about paramount and it seems like every streaming service is just adding plus onto the end of it now it's like what are you what are you doing guys you put a little bit more thought into it at least uh uh, at least, what is it, ABC, NBC? At least they have Peacock. Like, that's a bad name, but at least it's something. Yeah. True. Like, at least it stands out. But they should call uh, the Paramount one, they should just be like Mountain, because that's like the Paramount logo. <laughs> be like, look yeah, at this Mountain. <laughs> Mount movie. That's it. Mount yeah, movies. Mount movies. <laughs> Mount movies. <laughs> Perfect. <Ooh. laughs> Paramount, you can you can take our idea for free. <laughs> I'm offering it up. You have any thoughts on this, Mia? No, I really don't. Cool. Do you have any thoughts on uh, Mountain? <laughs> mountain, Mountain, no. Mountain Movie, Mountain, Mountain not, Movie, Mountain. Not a fan. Not a fan. Well, you're better a fan. or worse than Peacock? 
actually better. CBS should just be like, eye, eyeball. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's their logo. <laughs> I kind of like that. Eyeball. That could be slick. Yeah, instead of Paramount Plus, just do eyeball. Because <laughs> no. that's, that's, that's what you're using to watch all this content. That's the slogan. <laughs> We're doing good things on this episode, aren't we? Um, So much creativity. Yeah. uh, Staying on uh, streaming shows and such. Um, I'm sorry. I am confusion. I am confusion. I am confusion. What what are these comments, you guys? I put some damn respect in his name. Whose name? Who are you talking about? Timothy Chalamet. I added an accent to his name. I'm sorry. On on the doc, it was like showing up down by like the Green Lantern stuff. I'm like, put some respect on Green Green Lantern's name, (laughs) you monster. You know how strongly I feel about this. Um, Anyway, yeah. HBO Max, uh, a while back, they announced they were going to be doing a Green Lantern show. So when the news came out this week that they gave it a green light, I was like, "What didn't that happen? Like two yeah, years ago?" Yeah, I thought we already knew about yeah, this. Yeah, like this, they they announced they released a poster for this. They're like, when, "We're really doing they, it. We promise." Yeah, um, but I guess the news with this is that um, we got a bit of a bit of story details. Um, apparently, it's going to be focusing on like a group of Green Lanterns rather than like one particular character. Um, notably it's neither Hal Jordan nor Jon Stewart who are far and away the two most popular Green Lanterns so I think that's kind of interesting but yeah they're going to be focusing on Guy Gardner uh, Jessica Cruz Simon Baz and Alan Scott and notably they're going to Alan Scott's like the original Green Lantern like from the 40s and notably they're going to be making him a gay character in the show like all of the outlets reported that so I'm thinking that that was something that Warner Brothers is like hey make sure you mention this so Mm. they're I guess excited about that but yeah uh, and then they also mentioned that Sinestro and Kilowog are going to be in this too because it's Green Lantern. How can you not have Sinestro and Kilowog? It just makes sense. Um, we'll see how this goes. They announced the creative team with this as well. And like the creative team, like they're behind a lot of DC's other stuff, uh, DC's other like TV stuff, which is pretty hit and miss. And there's some people involved in this that were also producers on like the Green Lantern movie from 2011. So it just kind of seems like we're going down the same path here. Yeah. Um, All CGI suits again. Do it. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, they should put Taika Waititi in this again. Because isn't he in the movie? Yeah. 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 He's like Hal Jordan's just friend. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I just remember him in this scene where he puts on the suit. And Taika Waititi's like, whoa, man, you're a superhero. Wow. With his weird American accent. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> TV. Um, but yeah, last bit of TV news is the Obi-Wan Disney Plus show that it's either going to be a movie or TV show. That conversation's been happening for like six years now. Um, is actually going to be starting to shoot in March. Uh, Ewan McGregor confirmed that earlier this week. So yeah, I'm really excited about this. Um, I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I'm excited to, to see him come back into that role. Uh, as I think I've mentioned, I've for sure mentioned to you guys, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, since The Rise of Skywalker came out, my love of Star Wars has notably declined. I'm just not... Man. Just, yeah, it just makes kind of makes me sad. <laughs> that's, and, so, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, because we've, we've talked about Star Wars at length on this podcast yeah. before, and my love of Star Wars at length on this podcast before. It's just kind of exhausting now. Yeah, it is. Um, like, I'm excited for The Mandalorian Season 2, yeah. but, like, I've... 
recommended Clone Wars to you guys before. I got like three episodes into the new season of Clone Wars and just stopped. I haven't finished it. Not because they weren't good, but just because just kind of didn't have the the interest, I guess. Which maybe there's just too much Star Wars content coming out. Maybe it's just Disney being Disney with Star Wars and The Rise of Skywalker kind of being bad. Um, But yeah, I think if there's anything that's going to like get me back into it, it'll probably be this Obi-Wan show just because Obi-Wan's my favorite Star Wars character and I love Ewan McGregor in the role. So that's exciting. You guys have any thoughts on this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think we've talked about a bit about the show. I think of... And, and yeah, I, I know what you mean about Star Wars being kind of exhausting. I, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan in general. Like, I will watch a Star Wars thing. Um, and when, like... I feel like my general view of Star Wars, like... I get really excited whenever a movie come, comes out, and then I'm just, like, usually always, like, that was fine, I guess. Like, I feel like my expectations are never really met by Star Wars in a lot of ways, especially the, a lot of the recent stuff, besides The Mandalorian. Um, but, yeah, I think of... Uh, it, this is something that genuinely excites me, um, and I'm glad that we hopefully will be getting it sooner rather than later. Yeah, and speaking of Mandalorian... Uh season two of that premieres in like two weeks yeah so that's coming up fast kind of i feel like i should rewatch the first season prior to that especially because it's only like what six episodes yeah and they're pretty short yeah they're like half an hour yeah so and i remember like loving that last year so maybe that'll get me back into star wars we'll find out um but yeah moving on from there we'll jump into our main topic for the week and last week we had we had fun kind of just aimlessly talking about Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So we're going to aimlessly talk about something else this week. And kind of, I don't know why we picked this topic. I feel like it just kind of came up and we're like, you know what, let's do that. I think it's because I brought up Moana and then we were all like Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're doing, we're going to talk about some, some Disney princesses. So I'm going to look up the, the list of, every disney princess movie and i and we're doing specifically animated because yeah. when i look at the list it's like maleficent i'm like nah that's that's not one <laughs> yeah that does not count uh, do, 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 do. disney movies list.com man what a website <laughs> um on fandom.com i have found a list of disney princess films that, cool that i've also do. got one here okay sweet um, are there 12 that's what I have. That's how many I have here. Um, I've got more than twelve, but it's also mm. got like weird direct to DVD sequels in here. Okay. So we'll we'll just go through this. Um and there's some of these that I've never heard of. It'll make for a fun conversation. Let's just do this. Let's do it. Um so yeah, starting off way back in nineteen thirty seven, I believe the first Disney animated film, uh Snow yeah. White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um I haven't seen Snow White in a long time. <laughs> uh probably since I was like eight. Uh, and I remember enjoying it then. I remember thinking that the the dwarfs were pretty fun. I remember very little about what actually happens in the movie, but they, they sing a song. And I feel like I should go back and watch this movie, considering it's, like, basically the first animated movie, yep. or the first, like, full-length animated movie. Um, so I feel like I would probably have a better appreciation for it now than I did when I was, like, eight but yeah, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. When was the last time you guys watched this movie? And did you like it? Maybe. Um, I, I know I've definitely seen it at some point, but I it's been a bit. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. Um, I know my sister was super into Snow White when she was little because she kind of looked like Snow White, so she was <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
yeah. So I'm sure I watched it a ton when I was little, but it's been a bit for sure. Um, I feel like some of the songs maybe are still good. Yes. Like, I remember the the whistle dwarfs like that. Oh, that one too. That's a good one. There's the whistle one. There's yes. the, that one. Off to work we go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is that your dwarf voice? <laughs> sure. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> um, yeah, the dwarf song was was good. I still like know a lot of the words to that one. I think <laughs> maybe probably not actually. Sing it right now, Kyle. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of our audience, I will not I nice. will not. Nice. I will hold off. Um but yeah, then uh 20 I about said 23 years later. 13 <laughs> years later. I can math. Uh, we got Cinderella in 1950. Um, kind of the same situation. Saw this a long time ago. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Baby Bobby Boo. <laughs> I feel like I don't really remember a lot of the original movie just because Cinderella as a whole is something that has been duplicated so many times, mm-hmm. whether it be Disney or just other things um because it's just it's a public domain story i believe yeah um like like another cinderella story um starring selena gomez i think yes yeah yeah i've um, literally never heard of that i think it's a disney channel well, well i think it's an action no, i think it's just like no, a no, disney no. What's movie what's the one that i'm thinking of there's one with hillary duff and that's a cinder like <sighs> what is it? it's like there's Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. Once Upon a Song. <laughs> I've never heard With of Lucy one. Hale. I've li- I literally just don't even know what that is. I forgot that that movie existed. 2011. Um, 92% from Google users. Well, it wow. is probably terrible, but I remember loving the music. Like, I got the soundtrack for it. It was that wow. good. Anyway. The the 2015 we remake we watched a few weeks back. That yeah, was pretty, that was I, think, good. I think it's very good. I think it's probably just better than the animated one. Like, I, I, I think I would rather just watch that than, like, the animated one from memory. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, then 1959, we got Sleeping Beauty. Kind of in the exact same boat here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the Disney Princess movie that I pro- probably have seen the least or, or like, just... I have just the least amount of memories or knowledge from it. I, I, I feel like I get this mixed up a lot with Snow White because it's pretty similar <laughs> because it's about someone. It's it's about like it has the, the evil which she wants to put him to sleep. And that's yeah. pretty much that's a yeah. that's a big part of it. I feel so. like if I, I'm, I would be interested in going back and rewatching Sleeping Beauty after. So the I don't know if you guys have seen either of the Maleficent movies, no. but they are bad yeah um but the character of maleficent is kind of interesting and she's the villain in sleeping beauty so i feel like that would be kind of interesting there's a i remember there's a pretty wicked dragon in the movie which is pretty edgy for disney Um, it is yes so yeah sleeping beauty yeah cool uh then jumping 30 years i didn't realize there was like a 30 year gap here between disney princesses and, and I feel now, like just in general, without getting too much into the history of Disney animation, like there was a major gap of like good animated Disney movies between like this and between Sleeping Beauty and this 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 next one because they're just like just in general there's like pretty much nothing. And then this is like the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, um, and kind of like looking at this list as a whole, it looks like just the idea of like Disney princesses. Like kind of as a brand didn't really start until the 90s which yeah. like makes sense but I, that's just not a connection i'd ever made hmm. um but yeah 1989 little mermaid 
yeah, the beginning of like the '90s Disney Renaissance. Um, yeah, Little Mermaid's a classic. Um, just I don't know. What do you guys think? It's good. I like it. Uh, the Broadway musical is also pretty good too. I uh, my high school hmm. did The Little Mermaid as uh, my sophomore year musical, and I was a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Are there pictures of this? Uh, yes, probably. You should find pictures of this um, and send them to us. I, I would will, like to see I David will, as a turtle. Yes, I was a turtle, a sailor, and a bait and a base fish. Like not like a bass, <clears throat> but it was called like a base fish. Are they I, the ones that are really flat and they go along the? I think so. Those are fun. I I think like there's a because you just have to like lay on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think it was just like there's some lyric in Under the Sea where he's like the bass fish, but da 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 da. So like you know, um, I was one of those creatures. So yeah, it's a Little Mermaid, man. Believe it or not, based on my uh... <laughs> on I don't believe that. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, based on my not wanting to sing a little bit ago, I was in choir in high school for a couple Whoa. years, and we sang Under the Sea, and it was a lot of fun. Whoa, did you <laughs> sing the part of Sebastian? No, I did not. Ah, man. That Sad. was... Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Mio. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, are you guys excited for the for the remake of The Little Mermaid? I kind yes. of forgot it was happening, but yes. Who is... Uh, who's Chloe? Playing? Oh, no. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember like her Barry? name. Barry? Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah, Barry, because a lot of people were confusing her with Halle Berry. Yes. yes. Uh, Chloe is it, Berry, isn't it? I think... Hol- I think Chloe Berry might be her sister. I think it's like Haley Bailey or Haley Bailey, Haley <laughs> or Haley Berry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's H. No, I think because I remember it was like really similar to Haley Berry. It's, it's, yeah. it's Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Not Haley Berry. Okay. Haley Bailey. Yeah. Haley Bailey. Melissa McCarthy's playing Ursula. Bailey. I remember Which that. I don't I really. I go back and forth on it. Yeah. I feel like it could Wait, work. Who is Melissa McCarthy? Hmm. I just I don't know. I love her, yeah. and I think she'll do a great time. Yeah. I Jacob Tremblay is flounder, which is very yeah. Fun. I forgot about that. Um, I know that they like already recorded all of his lines because they were afraid of him like growing up. So. <laughs> He's like, hey, flounder. <laughs> um, yeah, I still I don't remember the movie that came out a couple of years ago with Melissa McCarthy in it that she got like nominated for an Oscar for. Yeah, um, I, I know what you're talking about, it, but because um, I think. Uh, yeah, really, really British dude <laughs> that was also nominated for it, but I forgot his name. Yeah, really yeah. British dude is what we're gonna go with. So cool. Yep. <laughs> Moving on from there, 1991, we got Beauty and the Beast. I think Beauty and the Beast is arguably one of my favorite Disney movies. I agree. Um, it's. I think it was, was this the first animated movie to be nominated for Best Picture. I think it was. I think that is true. Yeah, and that yeah. was back when they were still only doing five a year. So that's Whoa. impressive. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I know this, it's great. Yeah, I know that this is my mom's favorite Disney movie. Um, hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good yeah. movie. I think, uh, I think like every song in this movie is just an absolute banger. Absolutely. Yeah. I would agree. Um, yeah. I have never seen Beauty and the Beast. What? <laughs> like, yeah. have you seen, did you see the live action one? No. What? Or, no. What? Mia, no, this is Mia. even a bigger deal than David I... not liking Alien. I have not seen many. I have not seen the original like Disney movies, like princess movies. Were, were you lying I to literally, us this whole time up until now? Have you seen a little? Mermaid? I haven't said anything. What? I you literally just... watched Little Mermaid like last December. Okay. For the first time. You haven't seen Beauty and the <laughs> Beast. Seen... Yeah. 
What is wrong with you? I mean, I know generally what it's about. Yeah, but you could know generally about anything. (laughs) Here's the thing. I grew up with my cousins had a Disney princess best of their songs. Like, I don't remember what it was called exactly. Yeah, it was like a CD and we would listen to it every summer. Like on went, the way to the cabin. I wonder if there is more to this. <laughs> well, I just knew those songs and I knew those songs by heart and I still do. And I was like, okay, I have a general idea of what these movies are. I, I don't gist. need to watch it. Unreal. Yeah. Can't believe you. So I know one song from like all of these movies, like really like could say it if you had a gun to my head, but like, I don't know any of the other music. We need to fix this. Like, I, immediately. When I was a kid, I had like this really small kind of like white radio that like played cassettes and cds and like yeah the radio and everything and i had like a cd i had like a collection of like disney movie cds like soundtracks um i think i had like aladdin little mermaid uh, little mermaid uh beauty and the beast and like the lion king and beauty and the beast was far and away the one i listened to the most just because every song is so <laughs> good um yeah Mia, you need to watch beauty and the beast all right. Well, like, someday. I, I guess. Someday. I don't know. Don't you have Disney Plus? I do. Then well, just, just watch just, it. I don't it's like know. 90 I I object strongly to a lot of the like princess ideals. Like part of the reason why I didn't grow up with it is because our mom didn't like my mom didn't want us like you need to find a prince and then you'll be happy because she was like that's BS. I feel like that's a totally valid thing. So then I just yeah. grew up like not like idealizing it and being like i need to watch this and i need to know the music are we so. even, why are we even talking about this then this was like well you, because <laughs> i still have a very strong opinion about the ones that come after this because i've okay. seen all of them all the ones that come after beauty and the beast you've seen i haven't seen pocahontas okay well i mean that's fine because <laughs> uh, it's yeah. fine i um, i love all of the rest well all right not we'll get to it we'll get to it anyway um, anyway yeah beauty and the beast is great yep um 1992 is aladdin which yeah. I have Hell seen this. Yeah. I think Aladdin I think Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and like The Lion King are probably like my top three Disney animated movies just because they are so much fun. Yeah. Um Aladdin almost exclusively for Robin Williams. Uh just because he man. Yeah. Yes. What what can be said about Robin Williams as a genie that hasn't already been said like a million times? I'd say it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see the the live action Aladdin from a couple of years ago? I did not. Yeah. Um, no, no. I watched the OG Aladdin like a week before I watched the animated one because I was like, or the the live action one because I was like, well, I again I know this story, but like mm-hmm. I need to actually watch it all the way through. Um, so I watched them very very close together, and I I liked them both. I remember there were several things about the live action one that I just was like, wh- why? Yeah. Why? But I think I I like what they did with. Yeah, I Jasmine. I know a lot of people really like the new Aladdin. Um, it's kind of like gaining a bit of a following now. Like, there's people that like absolutely love it. I'm not big on it. I I think it's okay. I think Will Smith is probably the best part of the movie as the genie. I think, yeah, he was yeah excellently cast and he fit the character for what they were trying to do with it. But I think the rest of the movie they were it kind of just felt like a. Uh, I don't want to see like a cheap knockoff of the original Aladdin, but more like a really, really expensive knockoff of the original <laughs> Aladdin. Nice. Because there it's yeah, it's very, very, very visual effects heavy, which like is kind of expected in a movie like this. Um 
But yeah, I wasn't big on it. Um, but yeah, moving on from there. 1995, we got Pocahontas. Pocahontas is okay. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Mel Gibson voices a character in it. Uh, it's like John Smith, I think, is the name of the character, if I mm, recall mm-hmm. correctly. Um, Blonde hair. He has yep. a weird hat that looks like a boat. It goes like that. Boat hat. <laughs> Boat head. There's like two or three good songs in the movie. There, Those songs are absolutely elite. So damn <laughs> yeah. good songs. But the rest of it I don't really remember and feel like it probably doesn't hold up very well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, I feel like Pocahontas is the one like Disney like animated movie that if they were to remake it, they would pretty much have to like just redo the whole thing. Like just start from scratch. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that could be interesting for them to do. I don't don't really know Mm -hmm. if I want to see Disney try to do like a realistic Pocahontas story. I just feel like they'll just mess it up probably. Um, But Hmm. yeah, maybe. I feel like it'd be really tricky to do in live action. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 on this list, they have 1997, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. I didn't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sounds uh, Also, Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World in 98. We don't need to talk about that. I think I did watch that one. And I remember like just hearing people talk about it, and apparently it's a little bit more historically accurate than the first one. I think I have seen some of it, because I think... There's a part when she's like on a boat. And yeah, like she like goes to England. Yeah, the hmm. sea to yeah the yeah. John Smith, and then she isn't at the end or something. Yeah. I don't remember. She yeah. meets like a different John Smith, I think. Oh, um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in '98, we got Mulan. Yeah, and Mulan is yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's, Elite. it's great. Top top tier content. Yes, um, I have seen this. Nice, good, um, very very good. And yeah, Mulan. I think the songs in Mulan, I, the songs in all of these movies are just incredible. Yeah. Um, but the songs in Mulan in particular are just as epic as the story needs them to be. Um, the uh, I don't remember what the name of the song, but like the the Be a Man song is that just uh, the name of it? It's called Make a Man Out of You. Make a Man mm-hmm, Out of yeah. You. Yeah, that like in high school, that was like the theme song of my speech team. Like we would <laughs> sing it nice. like top of our top of our lungs before every speech meet on the bus. I love a good speech warm up tradition. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it was it was excellent. Um, and yeah, the new Mulan is it's okay. Yeah, it's it, I think. I thought you said it was your favorite live action Disney. No, it's not my favorite. It's definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, but. It's it's very different than the original Mulan, um, and so yeah, I think like it it sucks that the music's not there, but yeah. also the music doesn't really fit the vibe that they were going yeah. for with this new new Mulan. And like honestly, like new Mulan, yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the further away from the new Mulan I get, like the less I just think about it or remember it i'm just kind of ready to move on from it did you like the part where she kicks an arrow arrow into a man that's the only thing i've seen from it yeah when she does like a weird jump kick and then like kicks an arrow into a man's chest or something yeah um it may yeah because you had sent that to like we have like a group chat on twitter yeah and you had sent that to us and so i watched that it makes a little bit more sense in the movie okay it's it's a little less absurd like it's still absurd but like it makes sense all right okay um but yeah now we're into the the 21st century with the little mermaid 2 return to the sea yeah got nothing to say nope. here 
2002 Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True. We're into the era of Disney where they're just making a bunch of sequels and throwing them out on DVDs and hoping people buy them. Yep. Um, so yeah, we got Cinderella 2 in 2002, Mulan 2 in 2004, Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time in I, 2007. I didn't know this existed. What re- is this? I remember um, on some Disney DVD that I had when I was a kid, there was a trailer for Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. And it wasn't like any actual like footage from it. It was just like, like I think the premise of it is that somehow somebody messes with like or maybe it's the evil stepmother i don't know she like messes with time so then cinderella never meets the prince (gasps) the evil stepmother conjures up a spell that reverses all that the fairy godmother had done everything she made the dress the horses and the carriage which was how cinderella went to the ball uh every so that's all gone so when the magic is gone will there be a happily ever after after all what will cinderella do find out in cinderella 3 is is the little we should give it a watch. That sounds pretty. That actually sounds kind of interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this fairy, uh, the evil stepmother, like does spells now. I guess. Yeah, she wasn't magic before. No, so now she just is. I guess. <laughs> They're like wow. she was. She's magic. Whatever. Checks yeah. out. Uh, so that was in 2007. 2008, we got Little Mermaid three. Ariel's beginning. Nice. I hate when third. Like I'm never gonna watch Cinderella two or three anyway, and I don't give. I don't. <sighs> I don't care about these movies, but it really bothers me when like they make a trilogy and then just have the third one in the trilogy be a prequel. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, if if you're gonna go for the trilogy, just go for the trilogy. And it's like, I feel like we know what we need to know. She was under the sea. That's it. Yeah, it's like, or I think in the ocean. I mean, I think it might just be uh, kind of stemming off of that. I think I might just be bothered when they put like a sequential number to a, to a movie and then that movie's a prequel. It bothered me when they did it with Tarzan 2. Uh, do you guys remember that? No. Yeah, they made Tarzan 2 and it's like him as a kid. And I'm like, even when I was a kid, I was bothered by You're it. Like, I was like, this, what is, what is, this isn't a sequel to Tarzan. <laughs> it's a prequel to Tarzan. What are you doing, Disney? Um, <laughs> uh, 2009, we got The Princess and the Frog. Woo. Woo! I have not seen The Princess and the Frog. What? Yeah. I, Mia, you haven't seen Beauty and the Beast, yeah, so you think, can calm down. I think you need to chill. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I have news. only seen the full thing once in theaters. Um, what? But I've seen like the end multiple times uh, since then. But it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely really, on my list it's of really movies. good. It um, is so. The music's really good. Good. Um, Everything about yeah. it is so good. I've the seen end legitimately made me cry. Like, and I was like a kid, so like. I don't know if that's more less surprising than, but but yeah, like I, it's like that one, the one, the one thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It's whew. oh my gosh, yeah. I, this is like a comfort movie for me, and I watched it for the first time like five years ago. It, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've seen it. Yeah, Kyle, you need to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely like high on my list of my movies gosh. to watch, um, but yeah, just haven't done it yet. We can uh, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned comfort movies, and that brought this to mind. But you know what is kind of like a weird comfort movie that I found myself like constantly coming back to since like middle school? The Ratatouille. Network. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just like <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did you, why did you just blurt out Ratatouille? For that no is a comfort movie. <laughs> I don't think there have ever been two movies like two guesses like like you. Like Mia was guessing what you're gonna say. Like, <laughs> two movies cannot be more different than Ratatouille and The Social Network. <laughs> I'm seeing the similarities. 
<laughs> do you think there's a do you think there's a little rat in Mark Zuckerberg's uh, hair kind of controlling him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's not a rat. It's just a smaller, more smart Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> a rat is the one who's brought down democracy. <laughs> What's the difference between Mark Zuckerberg and a rat? It's hey, smaller. Got him. Ooh. <laughs> um Yeah. That's Ooh. funny. I mean, I guess I can see that being a comfort movie. I guess. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2010, we got Tangled. First Disney 3D animated movie. Uh, I talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, so I'll just kind of resign this one to you guys. It's good. I really like Tangled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Again. I, I think we talked about it pretty at length a few yeah. weeks ago. So, yeah, I really love it. I think um, it is better than Frozen. So. Mm. And I feel this like is Frozen fair. is just worse Tangled. So, yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, then in 2012, we have Brave, which is kind of a weird entry to the list of Disney princess movies because it's not actually a Disney animated movie, it's a Pixar movie. Yeah, um, but it seems to be like huh. Pixar trying to make a Disney movie. I don't know, it's a little weird. Um, but I haven't seen Brave, so I yeah. don't like Brave. I have only seen it once, and I just was like, meh. I like it's just about like yeah. my mom's a bear. I don't know. Like, and there's only like one line I remember from it. And like, this is just like, going to be a really bad Scottish accent, but she's like, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? And like, and that was just like, I remember that line. So, yes. Yeah. But just about good. bears, man. I don't know. I don't know. You guys remember uh, Brother Bear? I do. Dude. Brother I Bear was think so that's good. a good movie. Yeah. Probably. I remember really liking it as a kid. I haven't yeah. watched it in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they, there are too many just movies about like, oh no, I'm a bear. <laughs> that's what they should call brave Two. Oh no i'm a bear now <laughs> oh, brave no. Two, a bear now a bear now <laughs> brave oh, Two, gosh. brave but she's a bear <laughs> no barada because the character's name is merida <laughs> that's funny thank you um in 2012 it also says there's this movie called sophia the first upon a princess yep that's a i don't know what how is I this? Know this but this is a it's a disney like channel kids like whatever what is that what is it i think uh, i think it's disney channel kids Probably, or something yeah. or huh. disney junior disney junior yeah. yeah it's a disney junior show i don't know how i know that but i just do so yeah <laughs> cool yep uh then in 2013 got frozen you guys remember when frozen came out and it was like all anyone would ever talk about yep. like yeah. frozen was like just the zeitgeist of the moment and, and then, good frozen, word. And then frozen 2 came out and just no one cared yeah pretty like, much at all so. um, but frozen 2 is like very good disagree yeah what? frozen 2 is Light bad it just i just didn't think it worked oh my word. i think it's animated very very well but like the actual story i think it's way too complicated for a movie like this i think they okay. i mean i applaud them for swinging for the fences but also it just kind of didn't miss the only thing i know or about didn't work it, the only it, thing i know about it is the one song that jonathan groff sings so it's like an 80s knockoff that's the best part of the movie. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty good that is that was probably one of the happiest moments of my life was watching <laughs> that with my sister. It was right before quarantine started. And you were like and things cannot be any better. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um I remember oh, good. the biggest surprise I got out of Frozen Two was so we we talked about Frozen and now we're just talking about Frozen Two instead. Um but the biggest surprise was when the movie ended and the credits like start with that song that Jonathan Groff sings, except it's co- it's a cover by Weezer. 
Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, and they released like a music video for it too. That's basically the scene from the movie, just acted out by Weezer. That's pretty, and good. it's incredible. That's uh, I love wow. Weezer. But, wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, as far as the first Frozen goes, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, but it's fine. It's not like amazing. I remember when it came up, people were like comparing it to The Lion King. Yep. It's nowhere that's near why. as good as I The Lion King. I didn't like it the first time. Yeah. I didn't watch Frozen the uh, Frozen for the first time till like four years after it came out just because I had no interest in it. Yeah. What? Yep. I was really hyped to see it because, yeah, I had like, like one of the ads was like, this is the next Lion King. And I was like, all right. And then it's just, it's fine. Like yeah. I think it's, and I we rewatched it like last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, I think we watched watched it it before the first, before before the second one. That's cute. Aw, look at us. (laughs) Very cute. But yeah, it's fine. It's all right. Uh, Then 2016, we got Moana. Yeah! The the movie that started this topic. Moana is fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Chef's kiss to eternity. (laughs) I had a lot of spit in my mouth because I was emotional. I'm sorry. About Moana? Yeah. (laughs) That is number one Mia Everding's comfort movie. I think Moana might arguably be one of the best Disney animated movies ever made. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's magical. It I is. have not seen it since it came out like at all. <gasps> I watched it um, like four times in the theater. Nice. Yeah. It's really good. And the music is great. Lin-Manuel Miranda doing his work. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, kind of a random tangent here, but like, so it came out like around Thanksgiving uh, of whatever year it was 2016 2016, yeah um and me and like a group of like three or four friends uh decided to go see it um like for thanks like over thanksgiving break and we went and like a couple days prior to us going like two friends of that friend group that had been dating broke up but we all still went to the movie together (laughs) and so it was just kind of really awkward and yeah it was kind of funny um but yeah moana's great moana but it's awkward um what was I going to say? Oh, uh, when when I graduated, uh, so I graduated high school in 2017, and uh, you know how at like every grad party, there's like some people sign. Yeah. Uh, and mine, I worked at a movie theater at the time, so I got like free posters of pretty much whatever I wanted. Uh, and I had a teaser poster from Moana that was basically just them on a boat, like sailing off, and like uh, the tagline was like the ocean is calling and that kind of stuff. And it's mostly just a blue poster, mm-hmm. but I like laid that out and had people sign that for nice. my graduation, and I still have that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll show it to you guys. I can show it to you guys tonight um yeah wow yeah. Uh, I, I have a moana sticker on my laptop uh, it says that. the ocean is calling but it's half ripped okay. off so it's like, sad that is nonsense to me i don't yeah. know what that is but very good <laughs> nice that is wonderful is that the last one i think so wow hmm. very good they're doing they're doing something didn't they announce like a hawaiian like disney princess movie i think they did I think if that was a thing, it probably would have been Moana. Um, yeah, maybe. But I know the next one they have coming out is Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's a Disney princess movie. I just know that's yeah. the next like Disney animated movie coming out. Which, man, the screenshots from that and like the stills they've released and the poster look incredible. Yeah. What is it called? Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya's R-A-Y-A. I think it was supposed to come out like this fall, and wasn't it? It, it got like got delayed because of COVID. Well, didn't it? Um, like the poster get released. Yeah, I think the poster got leaked, or and leaked, then they released yeah. it. Yeah, right. I remember seeing this. Um, Wowie! I think, I think the main character is voiced by uh, 
uh, Rose Tico from Star Wars. Uh, Kelly Marie oh, Tran. Yeah. 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 Oh, very cool. She voices the main character. Apparently, Aquafina is also a character in it. <gasps> yeah. Wowie. That looks I think Aquafina is fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I think she's a great actress. Seen her in mud and many things, um, but the movie she was in last year, um, the farewell. Yeah, the farewell. Wow. Yeah, that's very good. She's also phenomenal in Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't she in Oceans? Yeah, she's eight? in Oceans Eight as well. She's pretty good in that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm just a big fan of Aquafina. Yeah, uh, I, I remember I didn't used to be like when she first popped up. I don't remember what it was in. Was mm-hmm. it? Was it? I feel like it was Pitch Perfect, but also. No, apparently no. not. That was no. a very intense shaking of the head. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember what she first popped up in. I remember I wasn't a big fan of that, but since I've come around. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I feel like I first became aware of her in Crazy Crazy Rich Asians. Um, let's see her. Apparently she's a rapper. She is. What? Uh, no. I haven't listened to her music. I just know that she's a rapper. That was she like, was in Neighbors too. That was like how I first like heard of her. I, I have seen Neighbors too, but I don't think that was my first introduction to Aquafina. Um, I really do not know then what it was. Uh, I'm, I'm oh, I forgot it. she's in Jumanji, the second oh, yeah. one. I she's forgot really, about that. She's one of the best parts yeah. about the second Jumanji. Yeah. Wowie, she's also the voice of Scuttle in The Little Mermaid, or she's yeah. going to be. That's fun. That is so fun. Yeah. Um, Big fan. Is that the end of the podcast? I think that's the end of the podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> sorry, just we just googling. Kind of just started hanging out at the end there. Yeah. We were just like, uh, let's just talk about Aquafina for a bit. Yeah. You know, that's a good way to end any podcast. I feel so. Yeah, I don't know what else it would have been. Sorry, I'm looking at her IMDb now, and I'm like, uh, have you guys seen Storks? No. <laughs> sorry, it's on here. Storks is like really good. Is it? Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um, I remember I saw the trailer for that and I was like, nice. it kind of it like it looks like a, just a generic oh. DreamWorks movie, but it's really good. Nice, really. Um, yeah, I had a really good time with it. Hmm. Is it connected to Boss Baby in any way? No, Sad. I think it was like the same year, but yeah, it got overshadowed by Boss Baby. The main as, character, as many know, things are. Yeah, I know the main character is voiced by uh, Andy Samberg. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and it's yeah a ton of fun. Beautiful. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is episode 27 of Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. Yep, 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 yep. And, yeah, I, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-host, Mia Everding. Oh, wait a second. That's not me. <laughs> David Berman. I'm Mia Everding. Whoa. My wow. Bad. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hello. Similar names. Hello, Dave. Hello, Mia. What's up? Wow. <laughs> we have officially lost it. That's the end. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Bye. See you, Mia. See you, Dave. <laughs>